The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show, where we talk with HR and business thought leaders about living and working in a world where the wired, the tired, and technology converge. I'm your host, Ira Wolf, and I'm here with my co-host, Keith Compagna, who for the second week in a row is right beside Live me. Live in studio. <laughs> yeah. And our sponsors, once again, are JobFight and Success Performance Solutions. Keith, uh, I'll bet today's show was never on our radar before we before we started this, uh, and it's probably not something that many listeners have thought about, many companies have, have thought about using uh, kind of in this race for talent. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a wild concept that you really need to be creative anymore to to get in front of passive candidates, qualified candidates. Or and, active candidates. Uh, candidate. Right, sure, all of them. And, and even the idea of, you know, something that I work on full-time now is this idea of how do you create a corporate culture in 2019? It's, it seems like an uphill challenge the whole way, but all things considered, if you have really cool ideas like the ones we're going to be talking about today, it probably will make it easier for you. Yeah, and I think you said right before we started, this sounds like we're going down a rabbit hole because we're going to be talking about podcasts, our podcast is going to talk about podcasting. Right, right, right. This <laughs> so, is some sort uh, of a third dimension, fourth dimension thing we're going into. Here. Yeah, and we, we got a great guest today, uh, Michael Greenberg. Uh, he, in every sense of the world, is a word <laughs> and the world, is an entrepreneur. He's the founder of a company called Call for Content, uh, which is his reason for being on the show. But we'll get back to Michael yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Uh, like we do each week, it's time to share a couple ideas about what's going on in our world. And the world of Googleization, mm-hmm. uh, which seems to be uh, picking up theme, that, that title, that topic that I, I didn't realize that uh, even when I wrote the, in the age of Go- re- recruiting in the age of Googleization, you know, that it, it became this theme that stuck with me over, um, well, at that time, 10 years, because I wrote the book Geek Skeezers and Googleization uh, mm-hmm. in 2008. And uh, it that's the that's what catches on. People people love that. I know every every talk that I give, every presentation I give, when I say geek skeezers and Googleization, everybody smiles. Yeah. Whether or not they have long hair, no hair, any hair, they're just like people catch on to it. It's a it's a pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> It's yeah, and, and, it's a, and it's a tough race between that and the wired, the tired, and technology. Right, people, right, right. people get it. But uh, this morning, I, I don't know if you met uh, my friend Mark, Mark uh, Walker. I don't think yeah, so. I don't think. He, the actually, funny story, we were on a, a conference call together, and uh, he it, the conference call generated in Minneapolis. It was through uh, a mutual uh-huh. uh, publisher that we work with. And he, uh, when we were on the call, uh, we just started to talk about what the weather was, you know, was one of these things. What's right. the weather like? Where are you calling in from? Turns out he lives in Broadheadsville. He lives down, <laughs> right the, road. down the road. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we became friends a couple years ago. And uh, it's been uh, it, it's been good. But anyway, I had breakfast with him this morning. And a couple things. I felt really good about it because I, I trust Mark's uh, uh, credibility and, yeah. and, and, you know, his leadership. And and uh, he he. We're we're one of his 
main podcast. And he oh, says, you know, he's got so many distractions and so many things on his list each week that, uh, you know, sometimes that's, uh, you know, that, that gets in the way and that's a problem. Um, but um, he, he said how it's one of his favorite podcasts. Uh, but one of his most favorite episodes was the one on caregiving. Sure. He said that just resonated with Absolutely. him. And and through our course of a conversation, we had a few hours, uh, well, we're there about an hour or so. We, we covered a lot of territory. Um, but one of the things that, that his company does is they have a program for identity theft, mm-hmm. and they sell it to companies mm-hmm. uh, as an employee benefit. Yeah, sure. And it's been a struggle because, mm-hmm. you know, on the list of, hey, we've got so many dollars to allocate, would you like to have a program that can help you protect your identity or do you need it for health care? Right, right. <laughs> and obviously, you know where the dollars go. Yep. Um, but he said he was talking to somebody the other day. And, and and so two things came out of this. One is we need to get somebody on, on our show to talk about this. Sure. But he said, you know, he's talking about he was talking to somebody and he said, you know, I'm sorry for being so distracted, but my wife had her identity uh, stolen. stolen and he's spending like hours and he's just consumed because it's affected everything. Oh, my gosh. And it's it's like so I started to ask is like how widespread is not well, how know how widespread identity theft is, but how widespread is its impact on employee productivity mm-hmm. in the workplace? Sure. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're 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 talking about getting somebody from his company or or right. somewhere else uh, and talking about identity theft, but that was the first thing. So it it all sorts of tie in. Yep. Uh, you know, with that. So not only do we have caregiving that's a distraction, but identity theft and a million other things. Um, and then from there, I went to my bank, local branch, yep. just around the corner. You pass it. Um, walk in. There's three, and this goes into the the H and HR yeah. story. And you know, I'm talking about that at the end of the month. Yep. Uh, and you know, everybody always bristles, and it's like, hey, you know, we need to do something, and machines are taking my jobs, and and you know, that's a focus. I walk in. There's three tellers there. Not one of them greets me. Mm. I'm the only customer. There's no one else it's in the amazing. bank. So there's three of them there. Two don't raise their head. One, I go fill out my deposit form, um, which I rarely go inside the bank, but I, right, I right. need to pick something up. So I go in there. Nobody does that. I go through the transaction. Still, there's no conversation at all. I just placed my deposits on, right, on the right. shelf. Uh, she takes them. She processes them. And I, I just spontaneously at the end, I'm not sure I was the one that was thanking. Right. Uh, but I said, hey, thanks. Right, right, and she right. goes, you're welcome. Yeah. That's it. It's not like, hey, is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, So, you know, when we talk about this thing about putting, keeping the H in HR or or putting, you know, uh, putting the H back uh, in, in, you know, in humans, sometimes engagement is, and I I did put a post up on LinkedIn this morning about it too. Sometimes engagement is better with a chatbot. I've got more satisfaction. It's quicker. There, there's actually more engagement. It seems more polite. It seems more human-like than a lot of the interactions that we get face-to-face with people. Well, it speaks to, so what we're talking about is, we could call it a candidate experience, we could call it an employee experience, and we could just call it a human experience, but the truth of the matter is, having some the emotional uh, ride that goes along with interaction. You know, at Jobvite, we used to say that as long as you don't have, as long as you provide a not negative experience, you have an advantage oh, absolutely. because of the, the the way people are and, and the, the lack of, you know, you look at the what's the what's the cause to that effect, right? What's the the effect is that you have disengaged employees. And that means in that customer facing experience, that means that they're going to be not positive. Yeah. 
all you have to do is start building out from the inside a little bit at a time to find that engagement. And here, you know, we talk about putting the H back in human resources, right? HR simply can't get there. And and it's just a and, and this is, seems like the theme that always t- pops up. But if they don't start, somebody is. There are companies we both know yeah, that are putting rubber to the road, and they're putting in some employee development systems like LifeWork Integration. We're getting the clients on board with that. That they're trying their best to give their employees a human effect that makes them happier, more collaborative, and more empathetic when they get to work. And then it spreads, and then all of a sudden you have a culture, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's 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 pretty challenging when when chatbots are are now more human like right. and engaging than than actually a physical. Good news. The bar is low. It's, it, you don't have to. Be, yeah, you don't have to right. be an A student here. Yeah, it's C an old story. You know, it's an old story of the two guys in 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 the you know camping, and <laughs> the one starts say. to put his his sneakers on, and and it goes. Where are you going? It's like in the middle of the night, and he says, "There's a bear out there." And he goes, "You can't outrun the bear." He goes, "No, I can outrun, outrun you. you." Right, right. <laughs> so the bar's pretty say. low. Which which brings us uh we we talk about this stuff all day but uh, and and tying this in is how companies yeah how how companies could could humanize you know what what could a company do to to humanize the recruitment retention how do you stay in touch and it's hard and Mm -hmm. and again it's not that there's a lot of chatbots there's a lot of technology out there uh that is very very helpful at doing that and uh, yeah, I'm going to be at Corner at Convergence next mm-hmm. week at Cornerstone, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure there's there's a million things out there that they'll be talking about some of that. But um, when I met Michael and I was like, "Hey, how can uh, how can uh, podcasting be used for recruitment and retention? And are any companies doing it? Because uh, you, you know I've talked a lot about using video, sure." And uh, and and people are into that. They get it. They understand how many you know billion hours of video are watched every day. Yeah. You know, so people get that. But it's like oh, I got to go on screen. I don't like where my hair looks. I'm not dressed properly. You know, I I'm not comfortable in front of it. Well, now all you have to do is talk. Yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm really excited about hearing yeah. with about uh, talking about this with Michael. So let me give you a little background on Michael. Michael's the founder of a company called Gentlemen of Technology. Uh, it's a B two B venture creation growth consulting company. That that's sort of in the background. I think that's his uh, kind of the his hierarchy. Um, but he started his career. He, he dropped he he dropped out of college, which we hear a lot about today. You know, of, mm-hmm. of different careers. He 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 went to a coding boot camp, and then he joined a company called Alumnify as the COO. Uh, raised the, over a million dollars mm-hmm. for it. Um, and while he was doing that, he also do, started to do a little freelance work. Uh, and he launched uh, two, almost, well, two years ago, he launched his first venture, which is called Call for Content, which is our reason that he's on the call today. And it's a full service podcasting agency for content marketing, audience growth, monetization. Um, and uh, when we met up a couple weeks ago, it was like, hey, what can you, you know, how could you use podcasting for recruitment and retention? And here we are. So uh, we were finally able to kind of coordinate our schedules, and I'm really excited to talk about podcasting and uh, this world of work with Michael Greenberg. Welcome to Geek Skeezers and Googleizations, Michael. Hey, Michael. Thanks. It's Hey, guys. It's great to be on today. Yeah, no, hey, I appreciate it. So, hey, just a reminder, everybody, we are live uh, today. And uh, if you have any questions for Keith, myself, or Michael, 
uh, about podcasting and the future of work, uh, candidate experience, um, call 561-623-9429. That's 561-623-9429, and uh, we'll be happy to take your call. Maybe you had an experience where a chatbot is better than the human that you've dealt with. <laughs> yeah, and you want to share that. So, Michael, let's talk a little bit about you know how you went from um, you know kind of coding and and uh, web development, and now podcasting is your business, and, and podcasting is booming, but for a lot of other people, they probably don't understand what it is. So give us a kind of little story about what interested you in podcasting and how you decided it was worth starting a business. So I kind of fell into podcasting. Um, I was working with a Podcast Network as a growth strategy consultant, and they said, hey, you should have a show so you understand what we do. And I said, sure, I'll have a show. And then I had a podcast and I started interviewing people. Uh, they shipped me a whole suitcase full of equipment and it just sort of went from there. But along the way, I saw, I saw the value of podcasting for conversation. Uh, I think there's a, real, there's a real dearth, a lack of conversation in today's society. Uh, I mean, your example with the bank tellers is a great one. Uh, you, there's no chatting, no back and forth. And I think people miss that. And so podcasting, podcasting showed me a way to use those conversations and to put those conversations in a way that we could use them for marketing, uh, either for recruiting purposes, is what we're talking about today, or for growing your lead funnel. Or anything, right? Uh, Ira and I were talking. Yeah. You know, you could use it as a company um, internal, right? A company culture builder. Yeah, Almost like in high school. Spotify where there was is a, a great example of that, actually. Oh, yeah? How so? Uh, they have an internal company podcast and have for years. Oh, nice. Uh, but when you get into these big teams, big companies, and they're spread out, a podcast gives you a way to do anything from a town hall to... And a, ch- a one-on-one chat with the guy who's leading the whole new division or sure. to the guy on the ground. So because people don't talk in companies, right. it's all silos and a podcast can help you have conversations outside those silos. And so that's, that's sort of the core way I think about it these days. Yeah. So again, so you gave one example. Obviously, Spotify. It's not a huge company. I mean, it's a startup, but they've they've got a lot of employers. We we work with a lot of small, medium-sized employers. Uh, we have a couple large ones. Um, so you, you gave some examples. Um, you know, just as you were talking there, uh, and and I think giving examples helps people understand where there might be uses for this because I think normally they would think about a podcast like we're talking. You know, we're interviewing you. So. Uh, who could you interview with in a business or they're talking about what the news of the day is or about some themes. And that might not interest every employee, you know, in the company. Uh, but what are employees interested in? And it might be, uh, you know, maybe there's a weekly podcast from the CEO, CEO or the president. Sure. Um, you know, uh, earlier before you got on the show, you know, my, my mind was racing with, with ideas, uh, you know, a short podcast to explain, uh, uh, benefits. Sure. You know, how, how do we use utilize the benefits? Um, interviewing uh, employees, what it's like to work for here. Um, you know, there's, uh, you might be familiar with it. Uh, uh, NPR has a show where they 
uh, where you can actually record stories. You can go and record like family stories or interview your family and uh, just to kind of record memories, yeah. you know, and create a library like that. So, uh, you know, what what are some, uh, you know, you mentioned some of the things in Spotify. What are some other, you know, are there other examples, other companies that are doing anything? Michael? So, I, yes. Um, I, there's a hospital that's done a really great job, and I'm blanking on the name right now, uh, but I know we we talked about it in one of the, ebooks I've put out around podcasting and they interviewed primarily people within the hospital organization about their work, but then they brought in some patients as well. And that go. podcast was entirely set up to recruit. Um, but they brought in the patients to show, to really show how much, the staff and how the community, how the culture of the hospital came through and shown through all the way to the end to the person that they're there to serve. And that, that really struck me because that's, that's a real issue is how do you show your culture off to everyone when culture is such an internal Mm -hmm. thing? But, and but that, I mean, that's a great example out, because, yeah. because that's companies are selling their culture. I mean, yeah. that's why people are looking for opportunity. Everybody who wants not everybody who wants to work, but most people who um, most people are working today. I mean, right. there are more jobs than there are people. So uh, or job openings or there's more job openings than there are job seekers um, is the right way to say that. <laughs> The uh, so part of it is is people are looking for a better opportunity. They're not just going to shift, change jobs for uh, other. Some might for a quarter or a dollar, uh, but most people are looking for that better opportunity. So what a, what a better way to kind of create a culture? Yeah, and I know there's a there's a construction equipment dealer um, here in Denver, Colorado, uh, that is going to be using a podcast later this year for the same purpose except instead of nurses and doctors, they're looking for diesel technicians. And there just oh, aren't wow. enough of them. Right, yeah. Well, I can um, think of that in robotics, you know, oh, in companies yeah. in robotics and sure. uh, uh, nursing. Yep. Uh, so, you know, we work with, with a lot with home care, yep. uh, being able to go out and interview some patients, you know, yep. what it's like and, and have them tell their story. And I think the idea there that you get to expose the color of the individuals that work within the organization and even better if you have patients or customers that are willing to share, you know, in a very, you know, real live kind of environment. How do I want to say it? I, I guess when you started, when you started with this company and they said, hey, you should have a podcast and they gave you a bunch of equipment. Um one of the things that I talk about, um, I, did, I did a presentation at Sherm Talent, and it's it's now one of my kind of my, in my library of, of presentations, is about how to use video for recruitment. Uh, and there, there's a lot of free tools. Uh, every everybody now could be a videographer. They own a, an iPhone, you know, some type of a smartphone. Doesn't have to be an iPhone, but a smartphone. They they can take video. Um, you know, you prop it up somewhere, and you know, maybe, maybe it's a selfie. Maybe you, you you put it in a uh, um, you know in a holder, and uh, you you talk for a couple minutes about mm-hmm. what it's like to work here, or you you share a how to. Uh, podcasting, but a lot of people don't like to be in front of the camera. Right. 
Um, so podcasting is much easier, but what what's the kind of the minimum setup? I mean, if you were to create, and maybe you have, you mentioned you had some eBooks, so we'll have to get that information out to everybody. Um, but what what goes into so a company says, hey, this is a great idea. How much do we have to budget for it? Um, what's the process? What do they need to do? What are some of the steps they need to follow? Yeah, so I think the first thing to to look at is, are we going to be doing our recordings in person or are we going to be doing them remotely in some way? And if you're doing them remotely, then your cost of entry is significantly lower. Right. Um, so when you say remotely... What 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 what's the difference between you know what's the difference between those two? Yeah, so in person we're sitting across from each other, we're looking at each other, we're talking. Uh, remotely, that could be via the phone, that could be all online, uh, but the key differentiator is we're not going to be in the same room. Okay, and why why is and, it cheaper? Why is it cheaper to do it remote? Than, than if we're in the same room. Because again, I'm thinking, I'm the employer, I got 100 employees, I think this is a great idea, and I want to implement it today. Um, hey, I got everybody here, why wouldn't I, why, why is it, why do I have to call them in the, down the hall uh, if, they're, if they're physically here? Yeah, what do you mean by cheaper? Just lack of equipment? So, yeah, you don't need to spend the two, $300 to get a recording set up. Right. Right. Um, and that's and for companies where they have locations all over the place, it often makes sense to go that direction. But if sure. everyone is in one place, then you probably want to record in person. And it's worth buying a little Zoom recorder and a couple microphones so that way you can sit down and actually talk with the person. Sure. So when so you're talking about a Zoom recorder, so we, we put it onto um, kind of a recorder, it becomes a digital recording, and then we can upload it someplace. So I, I'd like to take kind of people through the steps of of how you would do this. I mean, I we do it all the time, and I, I record all the time. We got multiple ways to do it. Actually, I would find it harder to record on a recorder. I usually do it, um, you know, even if we're sitting next to each other, well, we usually do it through um, some type of... Um, you know, either cloud recording service and get the MP3, um, and you know, then we need to put it someplace. So let's kind of like this, let's take this one step at a time. Um, you know, I, I I'm the CEO. I decide, hey, I'm gonna uh, have somebody interview me, and then I'm gonna interview some of my managers. What it's like to work here. Um, we, you know, we we go. We can buy a a, a microphone. Um, you know, it's staple. You know, Amazon, Staples, Best Buy, wherever, and they run Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah they run. I mean, <laughs> yeah, twenty-five to hundred dollars. Right. Okay, so somebody needs to get that. You know, somebody needs to get a microphone. Uh, where are we? And you said a Zoom recorder. Is that is that what you? Yeah, that's what I'd recommend. Okay, um, they're good professional recording devices. They've been used by journalists for years. And they've become the most popular devices for podcasters as well. Now, who inside of an organization are you working with the most, Michael? Are you, you, you know, is it someone in the IT staff or is it HR? So it's general. It'll either come from HR or marketing. Yeah. Um, 
and then normally it'll we'll pull in one of the higher level executives to be the face of the show right. uh, to show that the that they're really committed and that's that's sort of the core team there and so depending on the use since we're talking recruiting today it'll come from HR um, and then normally it'll be that CEO or the head of whichever department needs help recruiting who you then want to be the interviewer, the host of the show. Assuming just, they're personable. If they're not, pick somebody else. Right, right. It's, I was just about to say, it sounds exciting, but here it is. I, I, I have a podcast, but it sounds exciting that one day you might be at your job and someone might say, hey, anyone interested in hosting or co-hosting a podcast just to talk about things within and outside of the company, I could see a couple people yeah. like raising their hands that might look to hide their little horns <laughs> to, to kind of sauce it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, you want you want character in your show and in your host. Yep. Well, it's transparency, and you know, I mean, the buzz—they're sort of buzzwords, but they're very real. I mean, it, it's about being transparent, uh, being authentic, um, and, and that's part of the challenge that that I hear when we talk about video. And and you know, people said, "Well, I don't like being in front of the camera, and I'm not comfortable." But that's part of that authenticity. I mean, um, you know, is is not necessarily coming in and and having uh, you know a studio, you know, having it recorded in the studio with backdrops and professional. Um, that that kind of common guy uh, sense is what's what's uh, what's makes it viable. It makes it even better. Yeah. So, so hey, it's uh, you know as I said, this is always it moves pretty fast. It's fast for uh, us. Yeah, absolutely. We're, you are listening to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. We're here with our guest uh, Michael Greenberg uh, from uh, Call for Content. Uh, we're talking about podcasting. Um, Pod- podcasting. Yeah, yeah, podcasting and business, podcasting for recruitment and retention. Uh, we're just starting to get into it. We just we found out uh, a couple case uses uh, of how companies are doing it. I, I've got a, this load of ideas uh, of, of how it can be used. So it's definitely going into my presentation, sure. by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> how, how you can use that. So we'll expand the, the, the video part. Um, but we're, you know, we're also talking about with some of the other trans candidate experience customer service. Uh, we are live. So if you uh, have a question for Michael or myself or Keith, uh, call 561-623-9429. That's 561-623-9429. And we're going to take a short break and hear from our sponsors, JobVite and Success Performance Solutions. Stay right where you are. We'll be right back in two minutes. Behind everything you're searching for is something you're actually looking for. When you search with the real Yellow Pages, you get more than a contractor. You get a whole new curb appeal. It's not just getting directions to a dry cleaner with YP.com. It's rescuing an old favorite from the back of the closet. And it's more than finding a locksmith with YP.com on your mobile. It's getting to sleep in your own bed. Whatever it might be, there are more ways to search and more ways to find exactly what you're looking for with the real Yellow Pages, YP.com, and YP.com on your mobile, only from AT&T. What's up, everyone? This is Keith from the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show, powered by Jobvite. Jobvite knows career paths are made by people, not by open job requisitions. Jobvite's platform ties recruitment marketing directly to applicant tracking and onboarding, creating continuous candidate engagement that effectively connects recruiters with qualified passive candidates. Used by over 50,000 recruiters placing over 1 million jobs, 
Jobvite's platform impacts every company in every industry. Check us out at jobvite.com. Listen carefully. Up to 9 out of 10 job candidates visiting your company career page leave before completing an application. You heard that right. 90% of candidates who want to apply for a job at your company don't. That's just plain crazy, especially in today's tight labor market. Candidate experience matters. Stop turning candidates away. Let Success Performance Solutions help. Call us at 800-803-4303 or register at successperformancesolutions.com slash W4CY. Schedule a no-obligation consultation and get special access to insider tips to recruit faster and hire smarter. Welcome back to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization Show. I'm your host, Ira Wolf. I'm here with my co-host, Keith Capagna, who's right on my side today. And our special guest is Michael Greenberg from Call for Content. We're talking about uh, our podcast is talking about podcasting yeah. and uh, something we kind of uncovered, a new, a new use, uh, one that uh, prior to talking with Michael, I never even thought about. But I'm, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I think I said it offline. It's definitely going into my, uh, um, <laughs> into my presentation. Um, so, Michael, when we left off, we, we said what people need to do is get a Zoom recorder. Um, th- there's some other ways that people can record, but that would be an easy one uh, to pick up a, a microphone, um, some type of microphone that multiple people can probably share at the same time, or you just get some headsets. Uh, what else? I mean, what happens after that? So we, we've recorded it uh, to some platform in the cloud on the Zoom recorder. Um, again, I'm, I'm in HR. I don't understand technology. This is all brand new to me. Uh, what, where do I go from there? What, what happens? How do I get this? How do I share this with people? What's, what's the next step? Sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, inside the company, you'll have a sponsor, yeah. we hope. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe even the, yeah. one of their vendors that they use, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I think the first thing you want to look at is if you're going to distribute the show outside of just the company. Um, and if so, who's going to be listening to it? Uh, because I personally like to put my shows on a piece of software called Omni Studio. And that's, that's your podcast hosting provider. So that's where my shows live. Okay. Now, how and does, it, just, just curious, how does that compare to um, uh, like a, a lip? I mean, I use Lipson, but a Blueberry, you know, how, how does it, is that a competitor or is that different? It's a competitor. It's okay. a little more focused for businesses okay. um, and radio. So, but they've got a fantastic small hobbyist plan and they link up directly with Spotify, directly with Google Play. And so it's nice and easy to publish there. What's it? Omni what? Uh, which is why I like Omni Studio. Okay. All right. Great. Great. But, but, it's, but a company could, could also just upload it to something like iTunes as well, correct? So you actually need to have it hosting on something. And then you take the RSS feed and you mm-hmm. give that to iTunes. Okay. All right, so so they'd still need a platform like um, Omni Studio or um, you know Lipson, Blueberry, you know, there's some other ones out there. Yeah, there's I think there's dozens now. Seems yeah. like a new one pops up every day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, podcasting's hot. 
<laughs> yeah. And so once you've got your hosting, you want to record a few episodes. <laughs> and I like to launch a show with three or four episodes uh, for culture. For marketing, we launch with more episodes. But for culture, it's okay just to have a few. And so, so normally, purpose. So if we're marketing, we want to reach the largest possible audience. And we also, one of the reasons we put out more episodes to begin with is to game the ranking algorithms for podcasts. Oh, yeah. uh, because yeah. most of them are based on downloads over a small period of time. Yeah, doesn't iTunes so require a five? Show, I mean, for, for a business standpoint, if somebody's interested in doing this for business, doesn't, uh, doesn't iTunes have a minimum of five? Yeah, I, I think they do uh, okay. to push the show live. You can yeah, admit you it earlier, podcasts. but it won't actually. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I didn't, mean, didn't mean to interrupt. but We're, uh, we're intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> intrigued is always good. So once you've got your show live, or even before that, you've got to record your episodes. And the first, when you're looking at what you want to use your show for, that should give you your first five episodes right off the bat. So if it's we want to show off company culture across the whole company, the first person you probably want to speak with is your CEO, sure. whoever the top dog is there. And then maybe you want to jump around and re do the CEO one day and do, then do somebody who's at the very front lines interacting with customers the next. And you want to, you want to try to build that variety of perspectives in your initial batch of show launches. Um, the important thing to remember through all this is making sure that those perspectives align with the message you're trying to put out with the show. So to go back to the example of recruiting for nurses, you want to bring in a patient shows you how they view the interaction with the organization. And that should give somebody a much warmer impression of your organization when they hear how you were able to help and how likely your organization went above and beyond whatever the minimum call of duty is. If you're going after, say, nurses in the Detroit area, then maybe you want to bring on one or two other people within the organization as well. And maybe you want to bring on somebody who has a little more cachet in the region. Sure. Like, yeah. a, so like, looking a, at, like a hot brand or something. A hot, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so long as they're interacting with you. Sure. As your organization to mm. some degree. And so, so your goal is to show how all the various parts of your organization interact with the wider community that you're trying to interact with. Right. Yeah. So that's a good, that's another great idea. So you, you, whether you're a hospital or not, you're an organization. Uh, how have you gotten involved in the community? What's your role mm -hmm. in the community? And uh, you know, if it's a service, if you part, if you're uh, supporting a service organization, uh, if you have an event, uh, you know, talk about the, the people that attended that or even the people that benefited from that event to have them come in and bring that connection in. And, and uh, again, it's, it's like three, um, uh, what are they called? The 
the Kevin Bacon thing, three, three degrees, three, three, three degrees. So, you know, it, it, it's so you have a company that sponsors uh, some event, but then interviewing the people that benefited from mm-hmm. their sponsorship yep. uh, and connecting people to the community beyond uh, just their direct products and services. Yep. So, yeah, my, my, my mind's just, <laughs> just lost, spinning lost, lost, you know, with this thing. Yeah, you sort of lost me with it. So. Michael, you've been doing this for a couple of years now. What's the greatest uh, like unknown that you found out? Like, what, did, you, did anything sneak up on you as you were building out and getting these clients? Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole concept of the, the need for conversation that was not something I knew about. Uh, I did not realize how much content comes out of just one podcast episode. When when you transcribe that, people talk so much faster than they write. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I just subscribed. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I've, I've got like a million software things. I just got this thing the other day, and it 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 used to be like an hour, you know, to take in this hour show and get it transcribed was, um, you know, it, it took a couple days. You got like three days back, and you paid, um, you know, like a penny a word or, you know, mm. so much a minute. Seven, it, it was a flat fee that I got this thing for, and in seven minutes, in less than seven minutes, we have we can have each of our fifty minutes transcribed. Wow! Coming back, the problem is it comes back almost too good because we have all the ums and sure, uh, and, sure. And, and, and things that I'd like to cut out. <laughs> sure. So I, I decided, you know, do we edit it or not? Um, but no, that's that's a that's that's a great example, obviously, of of being able to have a transcript. You know, from that, which also brings an example. Our show is 50 minutes. Yep. Um, if someone was to have uh, a podcast within a business show uh, or within a, a business, um, is there an ideal time? I mean, uh, you know, I there's a thing called Chirps. I don't know if you've seen that. It's a, it's a new app and they're, they limit you to two minutes. It's just two minutes. And, you know, you can put them out as a, as a personal podcast. It's just whatever you're thinking about, but there's a two-minute limit. <laughs> Chirp and a tweet. Yeah. So is there, an, Michael, is there <laughs> a, kind of an ideal engagement? I mean, when, the, when does it start to fall off? Um, you know, because people don't have, people don't necessarily have time to listen to a 15-minute show. So what, if you were, again, starting this inside a business uh, to promote recruitment, retention, engagement, um, what would you, um, you know, what, what's an ideal time frame for this? Because I think that's the other thing that would put off people, not only budget, um, but also how long it might, you know, how long we have to invest in this? How long is this going to take? Yeah. So the first thing I'd look at is who are you trying to reach and how much time do they have? When are they listening? If you don't know that answer, then you're probably looking at a 30 minute show. 25 to 35. The reason there is that a half hour is just a really easy block to work with. And it's also the average commuting time. Not in the Philadelphia uh, market. <laughs> yeah, the, the, or the New Jersey yeah, you, market. You're, you're in Colorado. You, yeah, got you, great infra- you have great infrastructure. Right. We have no money. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but so I, I, I say average commuting time nationally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, but if somebody wants to start, I mean, is 10 minutes too short? No. Yeah. Ten, in fact, 
with the right 10 minutes, I think as you get shorter, you have to prepare more. Right. Stay focused. It's sort of yeah. the TED Talk of podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But, no, but oh, go ahead. that can be the most impactful kind of podcast as well. Okay. So to recap a little bit, I mean, obviously getting started, minimal expense. Uh, many people may already have the expenses. There are actually recorders on I, you know, on your smartphone, so you yep. can do that. There's lots of cloud recorders that are free. So you, so you, you got the recording. Um, you get one of those platforms we talked about, and pretty much you're in business. So you, you can start sharing that. You mentioned, but what I want to talk about is one other thing, because one of the hot topics um, in HR today is employment branding, is, you know, when, when a candidate looks at a company, they want to know about the company, they go up, they see the ratings, the reviews, reviews on Glassdoor, Indeed, Kanunu, somewhere else, um, and they want to know about that culture, going back to our kind of full circle, going back to the culture thing. Um, if you had a podcast and you're building that. Um, we talk about employee branding, employee review. You talk about authority marketing. Is that, are you talking about the same thing? Very similar. Okay, so, uh, so explain, okay, go ahead. Explain what, explain what authority marketing is and how that might relate to a business, both, both for external customers, but also for employees. Yeah, so authority <laughs> marketing is a marketing technique that uses content to position a business as some sort of niche expert. And I really like to do it with podcasting. I think it works really well with a podcast. And so for external customers, being the best at what you do in your market is an obvious goal for every marketer, every brand. But Looking at the benefits of doing that for employees, people want to know they're working for the best. They want to know if you're an organization of caregivers, they want to know that you have the best people at that job. Your customers want to know that, and your employees want to know that as a result of working with you, they get some of that recognition as working with the best and being the best. And... So it can become a really powerful tool from an internal perspective, both just to get people more engaged with the company and to get people more excited about it. So just to give everyone a reference, um, and again, we, because I talk a lot about Google and how the things get ranked, uh, you know, three out of four um, people who are searching for a job start their search on Google. Uh, they may end up elsewhere, but they started on Google. And Google looks at domain authority, you know, something called, which is, um, you know, I'm not going to get into all the specifics of how that's calculated because I really don't know, other than I know it's important really for, my, for my, yeah, for my position <laughs> as well. But, the, but there's domain authority. So, and, and part of that is rated on the type, the relevancy of your content. And because video and now podcasting is so relevant, um, if you're producing regular content and putting it up on your company site, and even more specifically that we're talking about today on your career site, uh, and they, again, they could be interviews with um, successful employees, the CEO, the managers, what it's like to work at the company. You, you got more content. If it's relevant, podcasts to listen to, 
uh, now you're increasing your domain authority, which is, uh, again, in your world, in, in the podcasting world, is increasing that authority marketing, uh, which, is employ- which is increasing your employer brand. And what we've talked about up to this point is that it would cost you under $100 right. to get started. And, and probably yeah. for the year. I don't know you what a subscription is on Omni Studio, but I know you can get, you know, for nine bucks gets, a month. Yeah. Um, you know, and some of them are $5 a month to get started at the basic plans. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just uh, crazy. What what a great. If you're HR, go with a low cost option and then a regular cost option <laughs> and you'll have your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, very, very helpful. Hey, well, we're we're up to like almost the end of the show again. Um, and this this has been great. It's been helpful to me, uh, kind of putting this perspective. And I've got the uh, Michael, as you said, out of a podcast, you get so much content. I, I've probably got like an ebook, <laughs> ebook, a couple articles. We got our podcasts, um, and uh, hopefully, you and I will will and Keith will do some work together. I, mm-hmm. I've got some ideas in my head that we'll share offline a little bit. But you you mentioned it right off the the beginning of the show that you had an ebook. Um, so a couple things: how do people get in touch with you? Um, what's you know what resources do you have available if they wanted more information? If they want to talk to you, how do they do it? So. The best way for all of that is to go to callforcontent.com, C-A-L-L-F-O-R-C-O-N-T-E-N-T.com. And there, in the upper right corner, you'll find our playbooks, uh, including the B2B podcasting playbook, which goes a little more in-depth on getting a podcast started for a business and includes a whole subsection on culture podcasts like we talked about today. You'll also find the Authority Marketing Playbook, which can help you position it's yourself uh, for that sort of authority marketing. And you'll find on the very front page of the site a little chat bot in the bottom right corner. Hopefully you like it more than a person. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and there you'll see a little button for office hours. I hold office hours. Every week, I try every day, but I rarely make it. And their office hours are totally free, and you can book some time to talk with me. Fantastic! Perfect. Hey, I got a question for you. You've been you've been ahead of the curve in the podcast world now for several years. You come from the investment background, the coding background. How did we do today? Give it. How did the Geek Skeezers and Googleization shows stack up? This is one of my favorite shows to have been on. Uh, you guys know your stuff, and you've got you've got a great great production team. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Ten and, out of ten. And, yeah. Ten out of ten. Yeah, we, and we we neglect to do this on on each week, but we want to thank D. Yeah, yeah. Um, for our call. She's kind of in the background, making sure things run smoothly and and making sure that we we get this up on the podcast. Whenever uh, I'm off site somewhere and the yeah, sound isn't coming through, she makes it work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, both of us. So what? what's some final advice you got, Michael? Uh, we, we got about another minute or two. So what's your final words of wisdom for anyone thinking about podcasting? Just plan podcast. Plan it as a single season. Do 8 to 12 episodes. Try it once and see what happens. It costs you almost nothing. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, my, my advice, having done it a couple times sporadically off and on, um, and now that we've got a weekly show, we're sort of, we're sort of forced to do it, which was mm-hmm. which was sort of in the making. I would just say do it. Yeah, just <laughs> you know, do just, it. Just, just, get, just get it started. And, uh, you know, if, if anyone has questions, obviously Michael's the expert, but uh, Keith and I, from the HR perspective, you know, we, we I, I, I can see the wheel spinning between the both of us. We're yep. burning up the room here. Yeah, no, uh, we got a million things stuff, on our mind. So, Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Um, I, I, so I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, we need to talk uh, a little bit uh, afterwards. We'll set up some time again. And um, thanks again. Uh, it, was, it was a great show. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun coming on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Um, Keith, we're sort of at the end again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's fascinating just the – here we go. Where we, we kind of blew through a couple of Michael's uh, suggestions, where we didn't just say let's try eight and see what happens. We just dove into the deep end, which is kind of our style anyway. But I just think it's great how after however many months, here we're at the end of May, and another fascinating new approach to how you can really set yourself apart from a from a company perspective. It works. It's easy to do. It it focuses on the audience. And you can get your community involved. I mean, if you're looking for good ideas, I think we're actually coming up with some good ones. Oh, this, great, this one to me is amazing. Content. So, yeah, I've, I've, I've got to figure out before before Tuesday, because I'm doing another presentation, of how you can incorporate this. <laughs> uh, so, I, again, i got to go change my presentation again. Uh, but we are just out of, about out of time again. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to the Geek Skeezers and Googleization show. Uh, we're always interested in hearing what's on your mind, too. So you let us know how we're doing. If you're interested in being a guest or a sponsor, just uh, check us out. You can check out. And we're Keith. getting more sponsors in the pipeline, so the cost is going to go up. Yeah. Call us soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good. The sales guy, my sales guys there. <laughs> uh, yeah, call us and send requests to who you want to hear. You know, we talked about definitely want to get somebody on about uh, identity theft. Um you know, any other subjects you want to hear about, uh, we're certainly going to be talking a lot more about candidate experience, talent acquisition, employment branding. Um, check us both out on LinkedIn and Twitter. And uh, thanks again to Jobvite and Success Performance Solutions for being our current sponsors. And don't forget to join us next week, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, W4CY.com, or listen to our podcasts spot on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, you name it. Until next episode of Geek Skeezers and Googleization, this is Ira Wolf and Keith Campagna. Don't let the shift hit your plan. Hey.